0: Hello and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who wanna be among the very best in this field. You wanna accomplish great things. You wanna challenge yourself. You wanna grow and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. If you're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark.
1: Buenos dias! <laughs> yes, buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here, it's me again. From Major Gifts Fundraiser, hope that you are having a great day. Yes, I do. Genuinely, I hope that you're having a great day. Um, All right. Hey, here's the question. Have you ever done something? All right. You've built something, you've put something together, and you've not really done anything with it, okay? Uh, Or maybe you did something with it. Uh, You did something, but not much. You have this thing sitting on the shelf in your garage, and you're like, man, I should do something with that someday. So I'm a creative person, so I've done some creating in my life, done some building in my life. But I will confess, I've just never figured out marketing, not much anyway. Uh, I love reading marketing books, but in terms of, yeah, I, I build, um, I market, and then things sit on the shelf often. Awesome. So I've got a few of these things sitting on the shelves of my garage, um, my office, um, in storage where I used to live in Guatemala, (laughs) and massive files on the cloud, right? Occasionally running into them when I'm searching for files of something else. Um, And I came across one of those things recently, and I was like, man, this is gold. Like, seriously, goal. So three or four years ago, my partner and I, my life partner and my business partner, Monica Van Deventer, right? CEO of Major Gifts Fundraiser. Uh, we went on this fascinating journey where we were sitting down with donors to nonprofit organizations. Uh, and these were donors who had given big gifts, five-figure gifts, six-figure gifts, and seven-figure gifts and we were talking with them about why they give, right? So it's us sitting down with, with people, right? Donors, interviewing them, recording the conversations and asking questions like what motivated you to give or um, what did you like about the person that you were working with at the institution, the, the fundraiser calling on you? Um, what did you like about the organization's overall approach to fundraising? What did you not like, right? just asking these questions and tons of others and recording the conversations and for people who'd actually given big gifts. So I've been consulting with nonprofit organizations for a long time. And it's always funny to me because organizations hire me. And one topic that always comes up is why donors give, what motivates a donor to give, especially what motivates a donor to give a big gift, so I'm not surprised they ask me these questions. I've had like 2,000 plus donor meetings in my career, right? So it makes sense they ask me this. And based upon 2,000 plus meetings, I tell them what I understand motivates donors to give big gifts. I always tell them it comes down to mission, vision, values. Right? Mission, vision, values. Right? Uh, significance. Right? people want significance they do like not in an egotistical way like I me as a father I want to know I have significance as a husband want to know I have significance in my work I want to have significance a donor in their life they, in their giving they want to have significance people want to make a difference I want to make a difference as a husband as a father as a coach as a consultant as a donor right I want to make a difference I want to bring about change. So all these themes came up in the interviews we conducted with major donors. Uh, They also talked about relationships, the relationship they had with the executive director, the fundraiser, how they were friends, right? There's a professional relationship, sure, but the professional relationship was personal. The the lines were blurry. All right, this is the stuff I'm always telling organizations based upon my 2,000-plus donor meetings. And I tell organizations this stuff and then I leave and then I watch the organizations fall right back into the same old patterns of telling stories and selling things donors have told me they don't care about. So what I decided to do years ago was I'm like, I I just I can't do this anymore. I need I need people to hear it from donors directly. I wanted um, organizations to be able to hear donors talking in their own voices, like actually donors saying, here's why I give. So this is what Monica and I did, right? We went and did these interviews uh, and we did loads of them. And each interview was fascinating. I mean, it was just sitting um, and being inspired, right? Like that's awesome. Asking people why they gave and they tell you. Monica and I would get in the car afterwards and we'd talk and we'd write down some notes. And, and so recently, I came upon all those notes and all those old recordings. And I was just kind of fishing through it again. Um, being reminded of misconceptions, I'm always fighting. Okay, One is selling projects, right? Like you have a project to sell, a new program, a new building, whatever. And donors don't care about projects. They care about mission They may give to a project, but only because they believe in the mission. So you're selling uh, the three B's, right? Buildings, budget, baloney. They want you talking about mission, vision, values. All right. Yeah, sure. Will a donor give to a project? Yes, because they will give to a project because they believe in the mission. Another theme that came up in these interviews is personal moves, little things like, handwritten note cards or birthday cards or anniversary cards and these things matter and they they increasingly matter in our increasingly digital world um here here's why they matter it's not so much the handwritten note card it's the fact that the handwritten note card signifies a real genuine relationship Right, if you're hey, if you're trying to um, break through just with with somebody, handwritten note card doesn't mean much, but if the handwritten note card is is coming behind a real genuine relationship, then it matters. Uh, and in the interviews, we heard donors talk about this about how fundraisers who have the mechanics down. Um, but never viewed the donor as anything more than a human attached, or a, a, they never view a donor as anything more than a wallet with a human attached. Like if you're just sending handwritten notes, it doesn't mean much. But if the handwritten note is representative of a real genuine relationship, it does matter. So I want to take a few episodes of the podcast and talk about five themes that emerged from all these interviews. But we also have a program that Monica and I produced years ago, and it's about 75 minutes long. It's sort of a best of, where you can actually listen to snippets of the actual interviews with the donors. And we have all the original recordings of the actual interviews. It's like 12 hours of interviews. But what I want to do on this episode of this podcast and the next four podcasts is talk about these five themes that came up in the interviews, right? Then maybe... Maybe. If you ask me nicely. <laughs> uh, I, I like that you let me joke around with you. All right. If you ask me nicely, we'll think about packaging or re-releasing um, the the actual program with the donors talking um, for you to listen to. It's not like I'm holding out on you. Just re- see what the reaction is here. All right. So the first theme Um, that came up was do the hard work, all right? There's a fallacy among nonprofits that the strength of your program or the power of your mission will drive good fundraising. And we can fall into this almost altruistic trap and think that as long as we're doing good work, that the money will be there, right? It's like, um, if you build it, they will come. No, that's not true. It's just not. All right. The fallacy is that good programs drive good fundraising. The fact is that good fundraising drives good fundraising. All right. Another fallacy is that struggling to raise money is just part of life for nonprofits. All right. Um, But. Right. You can probably think of organizations that seem to have lots of money and you may judge their work um, as not being as effective or meaningful as yours. Um, And the temptation is to resent them or to be jealous of them or to get a chip on your shoulder, like you're lamenting how much of a shame it is that you struggle to raise money to do the awesome work that you do and you credit their fundraising success with sleek marketing. So... um, And you can get this chip on your shoulder. I'm saying don't resent them. Just acknowledge the facts. They're better at raising money than you. And then resolve that you're going to do something about it, right? Commit to bringing the level of your fundraising up to the levels of your programs, all right? And as I listen to these interviews, there's my friend Jake who had this great line um, that that I wrote down right here. He says, um, here's what Jake says. Right, actual quote from an interview I did. Uh, he says, I do believe most people are giving and want to give, but it still requires organizations needing to paint the picture, create the vision, and help those individuals connect with what that is without doing the hard work. right? This is Jake. This isn't Clark. This is Jake. He says, without doing the hard work to simplify and quickly be able to explain what you do and why it's important. Without that, nothing happens. So, do the hard work up front and it's going to pay off. All right. So, in our training program, Peak Performance, right? This is our online training program that is designed to help you be a rock star fundraiser. We have a whole module on how to craft your message and how to do it in a way that addresses. The specific donor who is sitting in front of you today, right? Because you don't have one pitch. Every donor is unique, and in unique um, situations, you have to have a unique pitch. In peak performance fundraising, right? Our program, peak performance fundraising, we talk about listening preferences, and you have your own. You have to you have to learn your own first. What is your listening preference? This is super important to know because you are speaking in that language. Whatever your own listening preference is, that's the language you're most likely speaking in most of the time. We all do it. I do it. All right. But if you are meeting with a donor who has a different listening preference than you, sometimes you come out of meetings like that, you're like, why don't they get it? Right. You're like, ah, it's so frustrating. I'm using all my best lines. They they don't get it. It's like, well, yeah, they don't get it because you're speaking a language they don't understand. So you got to figure out what your donors, kind of like what their love language is, what their listening preference is. right? So like, are you willing to do the hard work? Right? Jake says you got to do the hard work. Are you willing to do the hard work? I don't care how awesome your program is. I don't care how much... Better you are at what you do than that other organization who's in a similar space as you. You, you think you're so much better, but they raise so much more money. I don't, I don't care how much better you think they are because good programs don't drive good fundraising. Good fundraising drives good fundraising. So you need to level up as a fundraiser. You need to do the hard work. All right. That's all I've got for you today. All right. We'll move on to the second theme in the next episode. Of course, I would encourage you to do the hard work and to head over to majorguestfundraiser.com. Watch the trailer for peak performance. All right. Just go to MajorGuestFundraiser.com, Watch the trailer for peak performance. Enroll and get started today. All right. If you have questions, comments, want to connect, shoot me an email email is Clark at That's Clark at All right, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.
0: All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, The challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.